How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Now, something we've spoken about a lot on this podcast is Facebook ads, obviously, but one thing we haven't really spoken about is actually how to scale your Facebook ad strategy. Because you get to a point with Facebook ads where you sort of hit a brick wall and you'll find it if you don't begin to horizontally or vertically scale, your own potentials just sort of fall flat. That's obviously not what you want. You want to be getting the highest return on ad spend. So to do that, you need to start scaling. So today I'm going to be talking exactly how you scale your Facebook ads. I'm gonna talk through three different strategies to be precise. So without any further ado, Let's just dive straight into the first strategy. Now, number one is the method of vertically scaling. When you vertically scale, you are pretty much only increasing the budget of the ads you already run. You aren't creating new ad sets, you are just increasing the budget on the ones that you've already created. But you don't wanna make too much of a budget change and I'll explain why later on in this point. So so within strategy number one, we are going to be adding 10 to 20%, so very small incremental increases onto our budget every three or four days. Now, obviously you only want to be doing this with your profitable ads because you don't want to be scaling those ads that aren't actually making you any money. So of those ads that you've actually found that have been profitable, you can begin to scale these. You can begin to up the budget between 10 and 20% every few days as long as that campaign remains profitable. Now, as somebody who is running Facebook ads and spending money, you obviously want to make sure there's as little risk involved as possible. So by vertically scaling and slowly increasing the budget on ads that are actually already working, you can safely assume that this is pretty safe because you aren't creating new ads in hope that they begin to work. You are just spending more money, which means more reach on ads that do work. It's pretty self-explanatory. So if you're worried about adding risk to your ad spend, this isn't the case because you are just pushing an ad to more people that already work. So your chance in making more conversions is very high because you've already got the data from the lesser ad spend, you're just now up in that ad spend so it can be shown to more people because your ad has been collecting data and learning different lessons, it's optimized. So the more money you spend, the more conversions you are likely to make. It's not, oh, okay, the more money I spend, I could potentially get more customers because it could potentially reach the right audience. It has optimized, it knows what it's doing. And therefore, if you spend more money by increasing the budget, it's likely that you are going to make more conversions doing so. So the reason we are only making very small incremental increases between that 10 and 20% is because that is what Facebook deems as as a small change. It's not a dramatic increase. So you would know that as you run Facebook ads, they learn, they collect data, and they optimize. But if you make a large change to that ad, so if you were to up the budget by 200%, all of that data would be lost. 
it would completely reset and have to re-optimize again. But if you are only making small changes, the ad will actually hold on to the majority of that data and therefore remain optimized. This again makes it less risky by increasing the ad spend. You don't want to just go in and because you see it working, increase that ad spend by 200% and think, oh yeah, it's gonna work now. It won't happen because it could potentially be the fact that then all the data is lost and therefore it has to re-optimize. So you could then just be wasting that ad spend that you've just up to 200% of what it was. You are banking on the fact that the ad has learned its lessons and optimized so that going forward, the more and more money you spend incrementally is going to get you a higher return opposed to starting again, essentially. So if you are only increasing within small increments, so between that 10 and 20%, I wouldn't recommend going any higher. You can, if you want to, chance it. Facebook haven't specifically said that it's the case that it resets data. It's just what many people have experienced. They felt as if as soon as they've upped their budget by 200%, nothing's really happened. And it's almost as if the ad has had to re-optimize. And if you actually go and make quite a significant change to your ad, there is a notice that pops up from the ads manager itself saying, are you sure you want to do this? The ad will have to re-optimize and so on and so forth. If you try and do it, you'll see what it says. But when you only increase it by a small increment, you're not changing it dramatically. So it's much more likely that it's going to keep its data and have a much more stable performance, which is what we want because we are spending our hard uh, money. So we want that money to get us the highest return on ad spend as we possibly can. So strategy number one, vertical scaling, small incremental increases in the budget on your ads between 10 and 20% increases every three, four, five days on ads that are profitable. Do not scale ads that aren't making you profit because you will just lose more money. That's common sense, but I've seen people do it. Only scale ads that are making you money. So moving on to number two, and this is one I like to do quite often because, because it's honing in on a specific audience that are making you the majority of your money. So we are boosting our spending on sections of our audience that are the most profitable or what we can see are the most profitable. So we can safely assume that if we target more of those people, we are likely to make more conversions. If you are creating an ad and it has a potential audience of a million plus people, you can be pretty sure that there is a section of that audience that is gonna be more profitable than another. For example, between the ages of 35 and 45 may be much more profitable than 65 plus but because you are targeting all age ranges that ad is being shown to all ages even though there is a specific age bracket that are performing the best so ideally we want to be thinking about this and going okay right i can now see from this broader ad that if I look into more detail, that there is a specific group of people that are generating me most of the income from this ad spend. But obviously, like I mentioned, to do this, you need to know the details of your customers. And to do this, we can actually look at a breakdown the ad manager gives us. It can get really specific. And a lot of people don't actually utilize this enough. And it baffles me because the information's right there. It helps us find out everything we need to know about our customers, but many don't know that this little breakdown features there, so they don't use it, and therefore they don't know who their exact customers are, who are buying through them on Facebook, and therefore they can't target accordingly. So to actually find the breakdown section, you want to find the little breakdown button that is to the top right, just above the table of data. You'll see it, you won't miss it, trust me. 
But if you click on that, it then pops up and there are four different things you can sort by. There's time, there's delivery, there's action, and there's dynamic creative asset. But for this particular example, we want to be looking at the delivery part because this is gonna give us the breakdown of our audience, which is what we want to know because when we go further down the line, we're gonna hone in on that targeting and focus on those individuals that bring us in the most money. So specifically, we want to be looking at the breakdown of sales for the agenda and the age of our customers because these are two things that we can target when we look at our audience targeting. So it's pretty self-explanatory. When you sort by this, you can see the breakdown of sales or conversions you've made for each specific age bracket and then each gender within that age bracket. You can pinpoint exactly the age and gender that is making you the most money. So now we know the audience segments from the previous ad set that were making us the most money, we can duplicate that ad set, but then target new audiences depending on those of which were making us the most money. We want to duplicate it to target the top demographic, the second top demographic, the third, because we know those people are the most profitable. We obviously want to leave the previous ad running because it's still making us money, but we want to be targeting the people that are making us the most money from that ad. It's pretty simple. I don't have to go into it in detail because it's self-explanatory. But a mistake a lot of people make is as soon as they do this, they decide to up the budget by 200 to 300% of the initial ad set that was targeting the broader audience because they think, okay, well, they were making me the most money in that ad set. So if I then just up my spending here, then it's going to make me more money, right? And that's just not the case because you've got to remember you've really niched down the audience here. So the potential audience, whereas the previous one was probably like a million, this one's gonna be much, much smaller. So if you then up the budget by 200, 300%, you are gonna exhaust that audience really, really quickly. And when you exhaust an audience really, really quickly, the ad becomes unprofitable really, really quickly. So instead of upping the budget by 200, 300%, which Theoretically, you'd think at first, oh, okay, I'm going to spend more money, I'll make more money, right? Wrong. You want to be just spending 30 to 40% of the budget of the ad set you are duplicating from because you've got to remember that was a broad audience. That's why your ad spend was probably going to be higher because there's more people to target. When there's less people to target, you don't want a stupidly high budget in comparison to your other ad sets because that audience will become exhausted. So 30 to 40% works perfectly. So that was tip number two, boost your spending on the audience segments that are making you the most money. Now, the final strategy I want to talk about is using your winning ads, but then targeting different audiences. This is what many will refer to as horizontal scaling. You are essentially building yourself a foundation for your ads that you can then vertically scale from. Rather than going up with your budget, you're going sideways. You're not increasing your budget on certain ad sets, you're making more ad sets. So rather than going up with your spending, you're keeping it at the same, but you're going across instead and having more ad sets that you're spending across. So yes, you are spending more money because you're creating more ad sets, but you're not increasing any specifically. You're going across so that you're targeting more people to find more profitable ad sets, which you can then scale up. So this all comes down to finding that winning ad in the first place. So it's more of a two-step process. You want to be testing your copy and your creatives. And once you've found those, if they work, you bring them into the second step. 
the second step being targeting various different audiences so you can just duplicate 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 but for each of those duplications you want to be targeting different audiences this is horizontal scaling and what many love to do because as soon as you find a winning ad you know that the ad works and therefore you just need to find the audiences that that ad works in front of the more audiences you can find that that ad works in front of you can begin to then vertically scale by upping the budget and when you up the budget you know it's pretty safe because that audience works but because you're upping the budget you're finding more of those people and therefore making more conversions so by vertically scaling with more ad sets you're finding more people to target the more people you find to target you can target more people just like them pretty simple but again like i mentioned in the first point you only really want to be doing this with your ads that are profitable a high profitable ad is key to creating multiple ad sets within that ad and horizontally scaling. Because if you are horizontally scaling on an ad that you pretty much don't know works, you're just throwing your money away. And that's not what we want to be doing. We want to be getting the highest return on ad spend possible. So that good ad is the key to the process. Once you know that good ad, it can go into step two of then horizontally scaling by doing more and more audiences so for example on an ad let's say it's working you're currently running a one percent lookalike audience to scale create another ad set that targets a two to five percent lookalike audience and a five to ten percent lookalike audience or create another ad set that targets different interests and excludes interests or different countries different ages different genders it's pretty simple you are just creating more and more ad sets for an ad that works targeting different audiences it's horizontal scaling it's not complicated it's something you need to be doing when you find an ad that works now i know the methods i have been mentioning are pretty basic scaling methods for facebook ads but when you are new to facebook ads scaling is a scary thing you are spending more money and if you are new to facebook ads you probably don't have much money to spend on them so you need to completely understand the process behind scaling so these are pretty three introductory scaling methods, but they are good places to start. When you begin to understand the ads manager and different ads as you go further down the line, scaling can get more complicated and that's fine. You can find out more about that. I'll probably make more episodes in the future on it. But an introduction to scaling is essential when you don't know how to do it properly. So just to reiterate, number one was that vertical scaling where we were making small incremental increases on the budget on certain ads that were performing well. But we were only increasing the budget 10 to 20% every three or four days because we didn't want to have the ads data that it collected reset by a significant change in that ad. For example, if we were to increase our budget by 100 to 200%, because those incremental increases make sure that the performance of the ad is stable as it retains its data as we increase the budget. In number two, we were breaking down our audience segments. We were looking at the audiences that were most profitable throughout our ads by going into the breakdown feature that the ads manager makes available to us. We were finding the gender that was most profitable and the age brackets that were most profitable also. And maybe within the certain age brackets, the gender that was most profitable within it. And then with that, we were duplicating those winning ad sets with the broader audience but then going more niche with our audience segmentation and only targeting those that were most profitable from the broader ad set. But 
we weren't increasing our budget by 200% because we think it was going to make us more money. We were only spending 30 to 40% of the initial campaign because we didn't want to exhaust the audience, which would have made our ad unprofitable. So boosting the spend on audience segmentation, but because we are going more niche, we're only going to have a budget of 30 to 40% of the initial ad. Now, finally, we are doing the horizontal scaling. So we are finding our creatives, our copy, our ad that works. And then from the ad, we are finding various different audiences that are profitable by targeting different lookalike audience sizes, by targeting different interests, by targeting different interest exclusions, you name it. All the different targeting methods, we are testing across all of them so that we can find audiences most profitable for the ad. We are scaling horizontally. We aren't increasing our budget. We are just having that wider spread of audiences to target so that we can find more audiences to them. We can then go back into strategy number one of increasing the budget slightly every three to five days. It's as simple as that. And they all tie in. You want to be doing all of them. You don't want to just be consistently horizontally scaling. As soon as you find an ad set within the horizontal scale that works, slowly increase the budget. That goes into tip number one. With one of these horizontal scaling ad sets as well, we might see that a specific audience segment within that is the most profitable. So then we take that and duplicate that and only target that within the audience ad set. It may seem really complicated at first, but when you actually look at it as a whole, it's quite easy to understand. And that does wrap up the three ways to scale your Facebook ads. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned, please just reach out to me on Instagram at the marketing Ethan. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you. But if you did enjoy today's episode, hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you will never miss an episode when I post every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Now, just one more ask from me, guys. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave a five star rating and review. If you do that, make sure you send me a screenshot on Instagram of that review. I will give you a shout out on my Instagram story and I'll also give you a shout out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast. But I just want to finish off the episode by saying thank you all for tuning in to Social Media Marketing School.